0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll free, 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 800 259 9231. And of course, you can take control of the airwaves here. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features you'll find there free, unlike those other talk show hosts. Free Talk Live, our site is free. uh no charge. You can just download a bunch of stuff, archives, get interactive on our BBS, etc. You can actually create the content of the site by submitting different things you find online that you think are interesting. And then other listeners will vote up or down on your submission. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. Meaning more of our listeners will see what you've suggested and will also be more likely to see what you've suggested, maybe talk about it on the air. So go to freetalklive.com. Of course, the best way to get your thoughts on the air is to dial in 1-800-259-9231, as Ryan has done. And coming up, we'll tell you about the $62 trillion situation the federal government is facing. But Ryan, listening in Missouri, you're on Free Talk Live to start things out tonight. Hello there.
1: Ian, Wayne, Mark, uh, it's an honor to be a part of you guys' program. Thank Welcome, you very much.
0: Sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hi.
1: I wanted to uh, tell a little story about how you guys kind of inspired me to do a little bit of civil disobedience. Okay, sure. Um, about, about six weeks ago, my buddy and I were walking the dog uh, up to uh, a quick trip is a gas station to get some, some late-night snacks. As we were walking back home, we kind of cut through a small patch of grass to uh, to a road down below, at which point... A, police car was kind of coming right at us and he pulls up we made no attempt to evade him but he gets out of his car and, and asks us to stop and i kind of ignored him at first and then he raised his voice like so we stopped and turned around um and he asked to see some some id uh at which point you know i told him that i wasn't obligated to to show him anything so i i refused hmm. and uh um so you know after a couple times he gets all huffy and puffy and gets on his radio, and within 45 seconds, there's another cop there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, eventually, uh, three cops show up, and this goes on for about, you know, 15 minutes, uh, with them just standing around me, me holding a bag of, of Pringles in my hands, and uh, uh, the third cop finally uh, says, all right, enough of this, and he pulls out his taser. What? And uh, at that point, you know, it's a little intimidating having a red dot uh, dancing across my... My stomach. So I said, "On you know, under duress. Here's my ID. You can have it." So I set them, set my bag down, wow. gave it to the. They were going to tase you literally.
3: over not giving them an ID. Are you surprised? I am. Did you uh, ask them if you were free to go at any point?
1: Uh, of course, I did. I I asked several times. He said no. I said, "Am I being detained?" He said, "Yes." I said, "For what?" Never got any any kind of uh, of response as to why I was being detained, other than there was a city hall nearby. Um, Hmm. Which this, He was kind of. He was. Pulling you're being into. detained so
0: there, because the city hall is nearby. He sounds young and male as well. That may be a factor. I, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I'm I'm 28. Oh. Uh, I'm white. I was with a friend of mine who's the same age, and he's black. We were walking a dog. I was wearing bright colored shirt uh he said there was some some robberies
3: in the area they always say there's some robberies in the area (laughs) ladies and gentlemen when they say this to you this is a common lie baloney they will stop they will stop you when you're walking they will say there have been some uh, you know i need to check the things you have in your pockets there have been some burglaries near there was a burglary reported nearby this evening this is really where (laughs) where was it where was the burglary where was the burglary what was the address yeah i live in this neighborhood i need to know this information officer (laughs) <laughs> I mean no so, uh go ahead, what? I was Wait, just going to say you need you you ought to ask them questions like that because they catch them in the line, yeah, mm-hmm. because they're lying um there there weren't any yeah. robberies in the area, there weren't any burglaries in the area, I mean you know they <laughs> if there were, they'd be looking for
0: robbers and burglars, so how many, how many right robbers out. carry a dog with them, so they pull down a taser on you, and at that point, you under duress give your ID yeah, um, so I
1: gave it to the first first cop who had originally stopped me he takes a, a four second look at it and and uh says all right that's all i wanted to see And he turns around and starts getting in his car yep it's uh, all about
3: it has nothing to do with actually seeing the id it's all about you complying with the law enforcement officer obey
1: yeah exactly so he he gives it to the second cop who goes to his car and and runs it uh my friend had kind of stood back uh in, in the in the meantime he the, the cop's it split us up because cause mm-hmm. he wasn't saying anything. So he said, Hey, come over here, buddy. So so the other cop pulled him aside. And I think he told him that he was just going to wait it out and, you know, see what happens with, with me. Cause you know, he knows I'm a little more outspoken about things like this. So, um, they run, run my, run my ID. And, you know, of course I hear over the radio, it's, I think something eight code 18 negative. I, I, I didn't have any warrants out. I didn't have a, I don't have a record. So, uh, so they proceed to give me back uh, my ID uh, after after the fourth trooper there, I guess their sergeant, um, pulls up. And so at this point, the sergeant, you know, they kind of huddle around the sergeant, and he comes forward. Uh, they explained that they were going to give me a, a card I could call to complain or something. But um, so the sergeant comes over and says, well, you're, you're in a park. You're in a, a public park, and the park's closed, so you're trespassing. And these officers can charge you a trespassing. Hmm. Um, so, so now suddenly there's there's a reason why why I guess I would be permitted to show an ID for trespassing. I,
3: uh, they didn't tell you that though. I mean, they detained right. you for with without a, with an articulable reason. And I'm not saying that you know that, that they're not going to get off or whatever. But obviously, what they did was immoral. And then you know, some cop manages. Hey, what is that a park?
1: Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was uh, we we're like I said we cut across a small patch of grass which put us inside the park but there's there's this there's the there's the gas station, there's a park and then there's an apartment complex. So you basically have to walk through the park to so get So what happened after they home. threatened
0: you with trespassing?
1: Well, they, they they never charged me. They let me go and mm-hmm. as we we're walking away, you know my buddy is he happy now? And at that point, you know, I I kind of laughed and I said, "Yeah, like that was fun." At no yeah, point did I really ever feel like anything was gonna. And you did win. Happened to me.
3: Here's the win. Yeah, yeah, the win is that you managed to make it that much harder for them to go up and ask somebody, yeah. anybody, for their ID. The next time they go, pull up, a damn taser, like, man. What about that jerk that uh, didn't want to give me his ID and didn't have any outstanding warrants? Because what mm-hmm. these cops tend to think is, well, he doesn't want to give you the ID. He must be a wanted killer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a lieutenant by the end of the night. You know, like and, and then and then Bo <laughs> figures out, oh, wow, this guy just read the Constitution. And it's it's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing that you did this. And, you know, I'm proud of you.
0: I would call it uh, non-cooperation rather than civil disobedience. I think the, uh, the key difference there is that uh, civil disobedience is something you plan in advance. Uh, it's something that typically you'd want to announce and do publicly, uh, but you had an opportunity to non-cooperate, and that's what you did. When they bring the aggression to you, and you don't go along with uh, what they want you to in full, then that's that's you know non-cooperation. Just a point of clarification.
4: Okay, uh,
1: I was uh, they, I was able to call the captain. I guess the next day, so uh, we had a little conversation. Neither of us got anywhere with it, of course, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did seem to believe that tasers were were non lethal lethal weapons, and that it 's never been proven that tasers can kill people. Oh, well, we can tase you as
0: much as we want if you don 't show <laughs> but, uh, your id we 'll just shoot you with a taser it 's not lethal.
1: <laughs> I do. So, I do feel good uh, about wasting uh, the time of uh, five cops with um, yeah. Wow,
0: incredible uh,
2: over a simple, stupid re- request. So. Hey,
0: thanks for the story uh, tonight, dude. I appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the call at one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. They're never gonna stop wasting people's time asking for IDs if you just keep doing what they ask. Yeah.
3: People will say, well, you're wasting taxpayers' time. Those police could be back out. On the. You, they, they had to call five cops in for you. No, yeah. no, they didn't. They chose to call five cops in. They could
0: have let me go because I wasn't doing anything. You have to wonder what would have transpired had he not had the ID. Because, again, the idea that you have to leave your house every time with a government ID on you somewhere is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. And so what happens in that case? Well, one one thing is well, that you could You'd say. Probably is, ask for name and
3: birth date, I'd imagine, but still. I don't have an ID to show you.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, so, I mean, you haven't lied to the officer, and at the same time, you've uh, indicated that you don't have an ID. That's if you're saying, you, That's if you have an ID, you're, you're saying, I don't if have, have an, ID an ID to show you? You can always uh, say something like, I don't have an ID to show you. Mm-hmm. Which meaning that uh, you know, at some point if they decide to shake you down, look, you got an ID! Well, I told you I didn't have one to show you. I don't have to show you my ID. One-eight
0: hundred-two five nine ninety-two thirty-one, the SACL CAI tool free line. Sixty-two trillion dollars. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, your calls about anything. This is Free Talk Live. 800 259 9231
5: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI tool free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And, uh, okay, by the way, the features on the site include the archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're yours right there on the front page of the site. And the last week's worth is uh, there on the front page. And then if you click into the archive section, that'll take you way back to late 2006. All yeah. of it there uh, is free for you at freetalklive.com. Now don't miss the SACL CAI Fun Compound at Porkfest 2011. You can get your drink on and play some cornhole. The Fun Compound will be the home of fixed Brewing. Get your customary limited run Porkfest Customary? Don't you mean customized, Mark? You act like I typed this. It's probably spell check, man. <laughs> Limited run pork fest commemorative beer mug and fill it with a tasty beverage. Try the sticky porcupine, the Molotov hefe, or even the gluten free. That's free with two threes. Also including the uh, agorist drinking fountain. Wake yourself up with a spicy Bloody Mary. Chill out with an ice cold glass of Atlas chugged or Liberty. Get your lady where she's trying to go every time with a tall L Osborne. Located directly across from the outdoor stage, the Fun Compound will be the place to party at Porkfest 2011, because Jason Osborne said so. Sakel CAI Fun Compound. Liquor in the front, cornhole in the rear, 800-259-9231, the Sakel so CAI. Just
6: made for you, isn't it, Wayne? Well, I had a shirt like that once. <laughs> <No comment. laughs> Only it said poker
0: in the rear. Yeah. yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue here with your phone calls about what you want. Mike is listening in New York. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hello? Hey, Mike. What's on your mind tonight?
4: Hey, how's it going? Um, I'll get right into it. So I'm having a discussion with a group of friends, and we're talking about a music artist by the name of Lupe Fiasco, Lupe, so L-U-P-E, Fiasco, the word.
0: And you said it's a music artist?
4: Yes. And uh, he recently was on CBS Today online, I think, and he was talking about how he thought Obama was one of the world's worst terrorists. They immediately (laughs) try to discredit him for saying anything of the sort, and I'm trying to. And I watched an interview, and he's talking about the fact that the government and the military are in these countries, and we're having to pay for it, and they have no real say in it. They're not still—they're not not clicking with them that concept, and I'm trying to go to you guys to figure out how can I explain this and give them examples where like that it will make him sound less crazy because I feel like when he said on on the air it may have came off it was just too much you know too fast When he probably should have said he doesn't support you know wars or killing people you know it's not New like country. he's got
3: more than a couple of minutes um, to do anything, and he wouldn't have gotten the – Exactly. He's, he's a music artist. He wouldn't have had the time. Like he If he would have just percent. said, I don't support Barack Obama, eh, he probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. But if he says Barack Obama is one of the world's biggest terrorists, he's going to get a little more uh, uh, mileage out of it. There are times when this kind of thing will backfire on a musician, and they just get their careers destroyed. The Dixie Chicks is a good mm-hmm. example. Yes. Sinead O'Connor oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is another good example. Sinead. Yeah, Sinead, sure. you can pronounce it any way you'd like. Uh, the bald chick that burned <laughs> he's the uh, Pope's picture. for it. What's
4: that? He's already getting destroyed for it. There's a lot of, of his fans that are like, you're crazy. You know, you're know. you anti-American. Like, What are you talking about? You know nothing. You're an idiot. You know, stuff like that. And it's just like, ah, you know, to me, it's like, what? I don't understand what? it. Like, what? there's so much in the news. You guys talked about that article in the Rolling Stone, I don't know, a long time ago. Not that long ago, where the military within Iraq, and they're doing, like, killing people. I don't know.
3: Mark talked about it. I know it. Ian did. Uh, Ian read the article. Oh,
4: Ian. Okay. I love the yeah, At but...
3: this point, long articles Ian has to read because my vision's not that good anymore. So, okay. So,
0: you know this guy personally? The artist? Yeah. No, I don't know him personally. Oh, okay. He's I thought pretty, you were asking how he could better approach things for the future so you could let oh, him no. know or something. So, you're just saying I, if, if I could... in case you on. get on a television interview, how you could better handle that? So he's got Uh, some friends
3: online and in real life that uh, think that Lupe sounds a little loopy uh, because of his comment. He would like to know, how can he explain Lupe's comment to make it seem less loopy?
0: Yeah. Boy, that's a good question.
3: Okay, here's how you do it. Because he is a terrorist. You, I mean. you d- define the term terrorist for your friend. That's what and I And then do. you give a link right. to the dictionary.com definition of terrorist. And it's going to say something like uh, somebody who does something to achieve political ends through the use of terror while violence. violence. And then you say, look – What does the United States do in order to achieve its ends? Do you think that the people in this wedding party that got bombed at this uh, boy's school that got blown up at this place, this place, this place, this place, do you think that the people that survive this are freaking terrorized? Do you think that they might be terrorized? Do you think that governments, every single government in the world uses terror in order to get what it wants because they'll... To to uh, collect taxes, they threaten people. They threaten to take away their lives. They threaten to tret- threaten to take away their freedom. They threaten to take away their money. That's the use of terror. It so might be interesting so to Lupe's ask Governments are or terrorist organizations.
0: Yeah, it might be interesting to ask them uh, what their definition of terrorism is before you go on into explaining what you don't terrorism have to. But look, these are going to be 18
3: year olds, man. Um, and they're not their definition of I wouldn't ask them any question um, on this one. I would give them the dictionary definition of what a terrorist is. All
4: right. Well, because uh, I think there one thing was they're to kind of just kind of trying to keep it current. And I, was, I mentioned that, you know, like uh, Obama is not pulling track well, he's pulling troops out, but he's not really pulling troops out of Iraq, no. And then one of my friends is like, well, oh, because I, I mentioned that they're bringing in a whole bunch of, like, private sector people. And I was like, now, and I try to explain to them that there's a prior war that's going to start up, and they're like, well, I don't really believe in... There's private what war? war? Because private war, as far as, like, the U.S. military and the Department of State hiring mercenaries to go in Iraq hmm. and, you know, police these places after... Uh, <clears throat> So I mean a military
0: yeah. you know what I would also do when approaching it is uh, make it clear that it 's the whole government that 's terrorist i mean the The entire government operates in a terrorist manner by threatening people with violence uh, in order to achieve political or social ends, mm-hmm. and so essentially, Lupe or whatever his name is was not accurate i mean he was accurate in that Barack Obama is a terrorist. But it, it's more accurate to say that he's just the head terrorist. Yes,
6: he's the leader of a t- uh, the right. biggest terror organization in the world. Would probably would have been a little more succinct.
0: So yeah, you could actually take it a little further and make it clear that that way that way it's clear it's, you're not partisan because in, in many cases that's probably what's happening here is people are are recoiling at this. This is this is our president. How dare you say something <laughs> about? It? And he's a Democrat, and of course maybe he's talking with Democrats there in the that particular you are, media. Younger are
3: more show. likely you are to be a Democrat.
0: So, uh, so yeah, kind of putting it out there that you think all of the government is terrorist and George Bush was a terrorist, too, that might get them thinking, oh, well, he's not just against Barack Obama. What is this all about? So that's another possibility. Right. So, yeah, okay. thanks, thanks for the call. Good luck. Uh, appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Yeah, that definition of terrorism is awfully useful to have handy. Because people are under this uh, mistaken belief that a terrorist is anything that the federal government says it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much
3: accurate. It is a uh, an organization a violent uh, organization with political goals that is contrary to the
0: government. When actually, it's a person, usually a member of a group, who uses or advocates terrorism. Which, uh, of course, terrorism is the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. And that's all that the government does: federal, state, local. They use violence and the threat thereof to make you do what they want you to. Make you pay what they want you to. Make you obey. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring us anything you'd like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Once again, 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website. The bulletin board system is there, allows you to get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. And like the rest of our website features, it is completely free. So head on over to bbs.freetalklive.com. Get interactive there, bbs.freetalklive.com.
3: As a smoker, you know the traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul-lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale, gosh, it's spitting all over the place here. Inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. They have all different flavors uh, that you can choose from. It's not that, uh, I don't know, kind of uh, smoke and mud taste of cigarettes. You take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL. To get 5% off at VaporStation.com.
0: Once again, the toll-free number is 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. And so we're going to tell you a little story here about $62 trillion. I guess that's kind of a big story, isn't it? 62 trillion. That's a big number. It is a big number. In fact, I don't think I can even fathom having a billion dollars, let alone one trillion, let alone 62 of them.
3: Most people with a billion dollars are spending their time trying to figure out how to give it away. At least the ones that I've heard about on the news,
0: well, the federal government has already spent this sixty two trillion so that's uh it's done and gone for the most part. uh, the federal government's financial condition deteriorated this according to u s a today rapidly last year, far beyond the one point five trillion in new debt taken on to finance the budget deficit, according to an analysis. the government added five point three trillion in new financial obligations in twenty ten meaning they promised they would pay this more debt, yeah. Uh, largely for retirement programs such as medicare and social security that brings to a record 61.6 trillion dollars the total of financial
6: promises not paid for well right now since may 16th they're they've run out of money so now they're dipping into the federal pension funds to run the government and they're saying about august 2nd or so they're going to run out of that if they don't raise really yeah if they don't get their credit card limit Extended. They just can't figure out how to stop
3: spending the money. You know, there's all kinds of programs out there that they could cut that wouldn't be affecting you know, people directly, uh, seniors, pensioners, uh, poor people, things like like that. What's that? Like the war. You you could say— Yeah, right. right. There are six sure. of them, um, at least the, according to the Antiwar.com's dot coms count. Um, Scott Horton over there, uh-huh. and if you uh, one of those would uh, certainly cut some of that down. What about things like oh, I don't know, public radio? They can they can do fundraising to make mm-hmm. up the, uh, the 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 loss. So what about the uh, that that arts council thing that they've got out there? They could probably get rid of some of this stuff that uh, you know. But Mark, there's,
0: there's families that count on these programs, right?
3: Families, the bureaucrats that work in there, right? Yeah. That it's, they're going to starve. It's, it's not artists who could go out and get jobs flipping burgers. They're going to starve. These,
0: these soldiers, they need to have employment. I
3: mean, the soldiers uh, would be getting paid anyway. It's the things that blow up and go kaboom and need to be mm, replaced. A lot in more wars. expensive,
6: yeah. Mm. The toys.
3: It's the families of the people that make missiles. Is that what you're talking about? Those people need help. They need yep. to put food on the table. What about the families of the people that get hit by the missiles?
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not Americans, they don't count.
0: One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one the gap between spending commitments and revenue last year equals more than one third of the nation's gross domestic product. Medicare alone took on one point eight trillion in new liabilities more than the record deficit prompting heated debate between Congress and the White House over lifting the debt ceiling. Social Security added one point four trillion in obligations, partly reflecting longer life experiences. Or life expectancies, rather, federal and military retirement programs added more to the financial hull as well. Corporations will be required to count these new liabilities when they are taken on and report a big loss to shareholders. Unlike businesses, however, Congress postpones record spending commitments until it writes a check, or rather recording the spending commitments. $61.6 trillion in underfunded, unfunded rather, obligations amounts to $527,000 per household. Five hundred and twenty-five. dollars thousand dollars per household that's more than five times what americans have borrowed for everything else in their lives mortgages car loans and other debt uh the reflects the challenge as the number of retirees soars over the next 20 years and seniors try to collect on all of those spending promises i
6: didn't know better i think
0: they were trying to run this country into the ground You'd think that that would – I mean, I don't know if
3: I believe that that's what the result, but it sure looks that way. 525000 that's a half a million dollars, more than a half a million dollars, per household. Nobody in America's got that kind of money. I ain't got I, it.
0: Well, I don't know it. It's not my household. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. that, that, that's just, They're just doing running the numbers, uh, mm-hmm. but that's not my debt. I At didn't authorize point- it. Are we going to say, we the American people, going to say
3: that these people in Washington, D.C. simply don't know what they're doing when it
6: comes to spending money? Actually, they do. What they're doing is it's a massive wealth transfer. That's what it is, because in order to pay it, they have to inflate the money. The wealth is being transferred to a few very well-connected, politically-connected people. Yeah. And it's a very clever, very insidious way to rob everybody.
3: Yeah, I don't know if that uh, if they're in t- actually intending to – if every one of the people that are voting for this intends to do what you're talking about, but the result is what you're talking about.
6: Yeah.
0: Your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. That's one eight hundred two five nine. 259 Ninety-two, thirty-one, 60, almost $62 trillion in unfunded liabilities, and that's not going down. It's not going to go
6: down. I they, hear What's that sound? I hear a printing press. Well, <laughs> they could do
0: it that way, but that's going to make things even more difficult on them because the more they print... The uh, you know the quicker the money fl- money supply inflates and that's that passes They're down to already prices printing.
3: Um, and I've read some story I haven't have I have not pulled it up here because the uh, the financial story is uh, well they can get a little dry at times. But China is divesting itself of ninety something percent ninety something percent of its uh, uh, ch- ch- uh, U.S. Treasuries. treasuries. That's but they crazy. still they
6: yep. still have dollars though. Also, they have currency.
3: So if China doesn't want the treasuries then who's
0: going to buy them that's my question how does that work i don't mm. know much about this. the federal
6: reserve is the uh, the borrower of a last resort right right well what they would do is they would probably sell them on the open market and somebody would lowball and, and they're going to take a loss if they sell them off really quickly yeah but the federal reserve is buying a lot of its own treasuries now they're eating their own dog food mm. on a daily basis because their 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 treasury auctions are failing as as other countries in europe are too yeah, as, as as I as it seem it appears to be is that the fiat currencies across the
3: globe are getting uh, you know just decimated.
0: By the way, BitcoinCharts. The Bitcoin <laughs> right now latest price twenty nine and a half dollars. It's up another five bucks since it last was up time. Up to like almost thirty five today. Since last night, it was it was like twenty five. Last shooting night, shooting through the roof. Yeah, it's incredible. So, beware! If you are counting on the federal government to take care of you, you are probably going to be disappointed at some point in the future. Yeah, I know, the checks are still coming right now, and they'll keep coming. But eventually, that $1,000 check you might be getting from the federal government for your Medicare or Medicaid or Social Security payments, military, whatever... Eventually, that thousand dollars is gonna maybe buy you a bag of cat food right. or uh, a meal out. They're not giving you
3: the, the you know the federal employees, state employees, uh, uh, government employees of all sorts. They're, they're not getting pay raises, so they aren't. But well, not, not of any. And if they are getting sort of cost of living, they yeah, usually they're get not like three percent. Um, and it's it's not compared to what the real inflation rates are. Mm-hmm. Sure, they've been printing money hand over fist food's going up, gasoline's going up. Is anyone telling me that these uh, you know, these rates are commensurate? I, I doubt it very seriously. You know, a few
6: weeks ago, Peter Schiff brought up the fact that in real money, in terms of real money, gasoline, oil are actually at an all-time low in terms of gold. Is that right? Yeah.
0: You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind, whether you want to talk about uh, the financial nightmare that the United States government is facing. And by proxy, all the rest of us, at least as long as we continue using their currency. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind, take control of the airwaves. Well, you could secede uh, or do what Utah's doing and uh, make gold and silver an official currency. More coming up, Free Talk Live. So, you've got bitcoins. We've been talking about them here on the show. Lots of people have been buying them recently. The popularity has been surging. But what can you do with them? Well, you can spend them. And you can spend them on all your everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your bitcoins. Why have bitcoins if you can't spend them? So spend them if you've got them. That's ftl, as in free talk live, .spendbitcoins.com. ftl.spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Got a little bit of good news to share with you here in a moment. Uh, We'll do that, uh, but also coming up, Tennessee has now passed a law that is apparently going to criminalize pictures on the Internet. We'll what give you kind de- of pictures? Well, ones that could be offensive. We'll give you the details here in a moment. 800 259 9231. Also, want to invite you to our website where you can get interactive in various ways. It's all free. If you like the fact that we give you the site for free, then I would ask that you go ahead and become a free talk live amplifier. You can do it for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money and reinvest it into the show, and get on more radio stations across the country, bringing more internet listeners on board as well and exposing new people to the ideas. Of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks too, like access to the amp only call in lines, the amp only forum, the podcast for amplifiers, and more. Go and get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. By the way, the Free Talk Live amplifiers are sending Mark and myself to New York City. Coming up here this weekend, that Friday the conte
3: sauce uh, ad. yes is, is absolutely iconic. It's great. Yeah, isn't it- no. No small town person can say New York City right anymore.
0: Get out the rope. <laughs> <I>
6: mean, <just laughs> <Yeah. does> that. <laughs> that really chaps my hide.
0: New York City.
3: I mean, it doesn't have the zip that some like the Where's the Beef commercial has, but man, everybody says New York City that so many people in my life uh, uh, they get the
0: reference at least yeah. when you say New Where's York the- City. Where's the Beef is too old for me. Like I wasn't around for that one. Oh, but, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. So, uh yeah, anyway, we're going to New York City, but that doesn't mean we're going to be off the air. You and I, Mark, will be off the air, but Free Talk Live will continue because Free Talk Live is not the Ian and Mark show. It is a show in which uh, you can call in about anything you want and it's typically a pro liberty viewpoints. So we're going to have uh, Stephanie Murphy from Pork Therapy. She's going to be coming in on Friday night to join Michelle who's normally here on Friday nights. And I believe Gardner Goldsmith from libertyconspiracy.com is going to be here on a Saturday with Julia, which everybody is everybody kind of likes Gard. Yeah, kind of an old tradition. Uh, Julia and Gard have been filling in for us for uh, for a long time doing whenever we leave town, which is like once a year, <laughs> cuz we're going to leave for Pork Fest, but we're taking all the remote equipment with us. We'll be broadcasting live from there. All right. So, uh, thanks again to all of our free talk live amplifiers for sending us to that industry convention. It makes a big difference for us. It really helps us schmooze it with the big wigs in the business. And if you want to, if you want to be successful in talk radio, it's important to be at these conventions. I'm pr- practically doing the first uh, speech of the whole thing. You pretty much are. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have to get. I get up early,
3: early, early yeah, on Friday. This can't be late.
0: alright five nine ninety two thirty one. right. Once you can join the AMP program over at amp.freetalklive.com. A little bit of good news, and then we'll tell you about Tennessee criminalizing pictures on the Internet. Uh, but this uh, story is out of com, where the state of Connecticut has decriminalized possession of small amounts of marijuana. Last week, the Senate narrowly approved legislation that supporters call a common-sense reform to the judicial system. Tuesday, it passed the House 90 to 57. The governor, Daniel Malloy supports the measure which would eliminate the misdemeanor offense from possession of less than one half ounce of marijuana. Rather than a $1,000 fine and a criminal record and possible jail time, offenders would pay a $150 fine for a first offense and a fine ranging from $200 to $500 for subsequent offenses. Malloy said in a statement, let me make it clear, we are not legalizing the use of marijuana. That's coming soon. In modifying this law, we are recognizing the punishment should fit the crime and acknowledging the effects of its application. There is no question the state's criminal justice resources could be more effectively utilized for convicting, incarcerating, and supervising violent and more serious offenders. Mm -hmm. That's good. bravo to that.
6: I don't agree with that guy in everything, but that's one thing that I, I think we all agree on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, obviously, but it's a step in the right direction, and you can't. I I can't critique somebody who's it's taking a step in the right direction. He must listen to Free Talk Live sometimes. I don't know about that. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. By the way, those younger than 21 would face a 60-day driver's license suspension, similar to the existing penalty for possession of alcohol. I recognize some people are concerned about the message we're sending to young people. I think the message is doing marijuana is not the right thing. You don't do marijuana,
6: <laughs> Governor.
0: But we, uh, oh, this is a state rep, but they're all the same to me. But we chose to change the penalty. Remember, there is still a penalty. Another rep said, be I'm scared. concerned. I'm concerned it sends a message to our youth that if you possess up to a half ounce of marijuana, that it's no big deal. It's just a traffic ticket.
6: See, that must be a member of the opposition party. The Republicans probably said that. The, law, tra- the law and order guys.
0: Just a
3: traffic ticket? Two weeks suspend suspension? Excuse me, two months of suspension of your license?
6: Yeah, and I mean, That's not just line. a traffic
3: ticket. Apparently, this guy's never... You know what? He probably never has had a traffic ticket. He's a state rep. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they do this in Connecticut, but I was driving on uh, the the interstate in Vermont today, and I saw one of those plates that says Senator on it. Mm -hmm. They do that up here. I don't know if they do that down in Florida. There's just... There's not as many, it's not as likely you're going to see a senator driving on the road in Florida because the population is so much larger. I've never seen a plate like that in Florida. Yeah. But up here, the reps and the senators have their own special plates, so the police officers will know who they're dealing with. Yeah,
6: yeah. They can go through the tolls for free. That,
0: yeah. way, that way, when they get pulled over, they don't have to use the line, do you know who I am? Yeah, Because <laughs> they'll already know because it's, they won't get pulled over in the first place. Presumably. In most
3: cases, that's probably true.
0: Unless they're just so wasted drunk that they're driving down you know, the wrong lane of traffic or it's something. It's happened. Like
6: that. Yeah. Many times.
0: So good on uh, Connecticut. Congratulations to them for doing a little decrim. Of course, uh, Massachusetts also has decrimmed. Vermont has uh, the medical pot. That Maine. leaves
3: uh, New Hampshire as the only Isn't New England state that has not done a decriminalization, yeah. uh, decriminalization of marijuana. Isn't that embarrassing? It's so sad. It, it's kind of makes some sense. Live for your die, man. What? If you consider that uh, every other state surrounding New Hampshire is like dark blue, mm-hmm. whereas New Hampshire is kind of a red state, so it would make some sense that it was kind of uh, mm-hmm. sort of slower in getting Live free and get up to high speed, yeah.
0: Well, I'm hoping – and by the way, that's true, Wayne, because my understanding uh, that marijuana is the one of the most popular recreational drugs, not just around the the you know the country, but of all of the drug users in the country, uh, the marijuana users specifically, New Hampshire has the highest rate uh, of usage. As I understand it, New Hampshire is one of the pot-smokinest uh, yeah. states in the union. Last I heard – I mean that was years ago, so maybe that's changed uh, since then, but it, it was a long time ago. Something like, if I'm recalling correctly, one out of every ten people admits to it. So about eleven percent, I think, was what it was. Eleven percent will actually admit to cannabis use in a survey, which means, of course, there are more people that don't admit to it because, for whatever reason, they're paranoid about uh, you know saying something like that in public, stigma, things survey. like that. Potsmokers. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what I'm hoping, Mark, though, is that we'll see maybe a leapfrog, uh, maybe maybe what we're what we're working toward here is rather than some piddly crap uh, medical marijuana bill passing, maybe New Hampshire will eventually. Really do it right and do a proper decriminalization. Not this, let's cut it down to $150 from $1,000. No, no. To actually eliminate penalties for possession of marijuana. I mean, I can hope. I don't know if that's going to occur. I know that Kirk McNeil from the New Hampshire Coalition for Common Sense, he's a great guy. He's a liberty-loving activist, and he's taken over the reins of that organization. He seems to be doing a pretty good job with it thus far. We've had some great 420 celebrations at the state house. Huge numbers of people uh, Consuming cannabis out in front of the state house, so I think they weren't things- doing
6: it. They weren't doing marijuana. They were consuming. Right, they it. were
0: consuming it, and I think that we're moving in the right direction. It's just it's a bummer to see that uh, you know New Hampshire isn't quite there yet,
3: which means it takes we need a long you. time to move, you know to move this political ball down the road. It does. It's, it's it's really discouraging. There's no doubt about it, but uh, you know, unfortunately, political solutions tend to be more. Um, more permanent they're it's, certainly not permanent because take a look at alaska they right. they uh, undid
0: it yeah they, they did
3: it and then undid
0: it or look at making it legal look at holland where they uh, for a long time had it to where anybody could go into um one of the coffee shops and get themselves some cannabis they think they had to smoke it there but uh, nonetheless anybody could go and do it now they've made it so that only holland residents can go Hmm. which of course means that all of the tourism is just going to be driven underground and people are still uh, going to get why their would pot they do that? sure right but now I you, know now, you could, now if you're a tourist in Holland you can hang out outside the uh, you can hang out outside of the you know the, the, the coffee shop and find a Holland resident to buy you your pot for you just like you did when you were 15 when Psst. you were buying alcohol
6: Psst. Psst. Weird. weird yeah would they do that
0: but yeah well i think it's because of the the tour I guess they got too much tourism or something like that. Yeah, like, too much tourism is terrible for the economy. Well, because <laughs> there's this stigma right attached to being a drug tourist place, though. So, of course, if more places would legalize cannabis, this would not be a problem. Right. There's mm-hmm. probably some reality to it, too. You'd think that they would go to uh, Portugal where it's legal.
6: Mm. It's
0: decriminalized in Portugal. Okay, decriminalized.
6: But I might add about New Hampshire that sometimes when these things come up, certain people aren't ready for them yet but when they keep coming up if you're persistent over say a three to five year period it's perfectly conceivable that new hampshire could decriminalize marijuana well right i mean this is
0: it's important to remember that we're still early on the free State project has only moved a few hundred uh activists here several hundred uh to the state and not everybody's getting active on the same issue so what really is going to solve this problem i mean it's moving in the right direction anyway but what will really solve this problem is more movers maybe a few thousand more movers Problem solved. It's true. So come on up freestateproject.org to learn more. More coming up Hour 2 next. Free Talk Live.
5: Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and J. Niel Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P O R C F E S T dot com. Use coupon code Free Talk Live, all one word, for twenty percent off.
2: This
0: is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you might like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Wayne. And Mark. All right, 800-259-9231. So, here is the news out of Tennessee, and... I think this may be even worse than what has gone on in Australia, though. I don't know. It's kind of a toss up because, as you know, if you've been paying attention uh, to international news, Australia instituted one of those Internet service provider based filtering systems for uh, web pornography and such other websites that the government of Australia doesn't want you to access. They've made it mandatory for everybody in the country to be underneath this particular filter. As I, if, I'm, if I'm recalling correctly, please, if you're an Australian listener and you want to correct me, feel free, 800-259-9231. And as usual, you know, when the government starts doing something, what ends up happening isn't the original intention of the program. So they'll create whatever government program, in this case, internet restrictions, and then the internet restrictions will grow. They will fester. They will become more uh, intrusive, more oppressive. Once they've got their nose under the, uh, the tent. The, the mm-hmm. tent. So now here's the news out of uh out of Tennessee because we predicted that something was going to happen here in this country. It's, well, if they can get away with it in Australia, they'll get away with it here. Governments pay attention to one another. They look over and they see, oh, what are they doing Wow, they haven't had any problems yet? All right, we'll try this now. So over in Tennessee, according to arstechnica.com, a new Tennessee law makes it a crime to transmit or display an image online that is likely to frighten, intimidate, or cause emotional distress. Is someone who sees it?
3: Well, that's anything. That's pretty it? general. That could be your picture, Mark, <laughs> or there yours. Are people that are frightened, intimidated, and caused distress by black people,
0: I I mean, th- 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 that, <laughs> or white people, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? What? Violations can get you almost a year in jail time or up to twenty five hundred dollars in fines. The Tennessee legislature has been busy updating its laws for the internet age and not always for the better. Last week, they reported on a bill that updated Tennessee's theft of services law to include subscription entertainment services like Netflix, the ban on distressing images, which was signed by the governor last week, so it is a law is also an update to an existing law. Tennessee law already made it a crime to make phone calls, send emails, or otherwise communicate directly with someone in a manner that the sender reasonably should know would cause emotional distress to the recipient. If the communication lacked a legitimate purpose, the sender faced jail time. So if, for instance, uh, you were a teenager and you sent somebody, a, or maybe a younger than teenager, you sent somebody an email saying, You're a poopy head! Well, you might have been doing that for the purpose of causing distress, and so therefore you would have been in violation of that uh, that particular law. So now they're expanding it. It used to just be a phone call or an email or another communication of some sort that could uh, cause emotional distress. That was the old criteria. Now they're adding to it that it could be a picture that may cause this uh, emotional distress. And of course we all know that videos are just 30 frames a second or 24 frames a second or 60 frames a second uh, pictures. So therefore I'm sure this uh, videos would qualify here. How about uh, as the well.
6: theme from Deliverance? That
0: one the banjo theme? Yeah. I, hear, yeah. I hear banjos. Paddle faster. <laughs> the new legislation adds images to the list of communications that can trigger criminal liability, but for image postings, the emotionally distressed individual need not be the intended recipient. Anyone who sees the image is a potential victim. So if a court decides that you should have known that an image you posted would be upsetting to someone who sees it, you could face months in prison And thousands of dollars in fines. If you think that that sounds unconstitutional, you're not alone. In a blog post, constitutional scholar Eugene Volka points out just how broad the legislation is. The law doesn't require that the picture be of the victim, nor would the government need to prove that you intended the image to be distressing... Uh, Volka points out that a wide variety of images pictures of muhammad or blasphemous jokes about jesus christ or harsh cartoon insults of some political group could cause emotional distress to a similarly situated person of reasonable sensibilities triggering liability he calls the bill pretty clearly unconstitutional but if it was unconstitutional they probably wouldn't have passed it right it must be constitutional
3: (laughs) well you know if the constitution is the highest law in the land if you break the law there's some kind of punishment usually involving jail time for you if you do it however if the legislators pass laws that are unconstitutional the highest law in the land what do
0: they get not a damn thing. I mean, if you're lucky, five, six, ten years later, a court might overturn this particular law once it's finally gone all the way up through the Supreme once Court. Once someone's
3: life has nearly been ruined yeah. by it. Yeah. Once they've drugged what takes. several people, one, what, you know, once they've gotten, gone after several people and one of them finally has the cojones to take it all the way through and enough money, well... Then is that your deliverance? You got, he asked for it. So
6: you got I, a real nice mouth, Mark. <laughs>
0: yes, I do. Thanks. Careful, Wayne. That communication could be uh, causing emotional distress to one of our listeners. I'm but distressed. I ain't in Tennessee. <laughs> Well, that's true. It I think we are right now in Tennessee. (laughs) The other law did say that uh, you have to communicate directly with someone. Is a radio broadcast a direct communication? I mean, they say in the industry that radio is very intimate. Talk radio specifically is a very intimate medium in that uh, we're talking to you. I mean, even though we're talking into microphones and we know that we're on 100 stations or whatever. How many stations we're on right now is not quite 100. But over the whole week, we're on 100 plus radio stations. We know that we're talking to more than one person. But to you, sounds like we're talking to you. I mean, somebody sent me an email recently on Facebook saying that uh, you know he really appreciates the show and he feels like that uh, that we're friends because except I don't know him, but he knows me, right?
3: That's what it's like, you know. We're wide open on the radio talking about our lives and things that are important to us. Yeah, of course, people feel like they know us; they do know us. Because well, they don't really. Know they don't know you. us in real life, yeah. but they know us as people. They you feel know,
0: our... like they know you, and mm. because of
3: the intimacy You're of the defining media. the term differently. What I'm saying is, they know you sort of as your person. They know your personality. Yeah. However, they may not have met you in real life and shaken your hand, and you may not recognize them in a room. That doesn't mean they don't know your person, your personality.
6: Well, if you've watched a sitcom for the whole, say, ten years, it's been on like the Bill Cosby show. Everybody feels like they know the Huxtable family because Mm -hmm. they watch them every week and they think that's real. So there's an aspect of all of us that we bring to the show, but there's also aspects of us we don't really bring into the show
0: yeah that's true but the question is is it a direct communication would a, would a radio broadcast qualify as a, as a direct communication i, I w- doubt it yeah i
6: would because we're doubt not a, it too.
0: we're not addressing somebody individually but if we had somebody on the phone from tennessee and we said something that could have been uh, considered offensive then maybe well, your
6: politicians sure are stupid yeah <laughs> do something about it vote them out Another provision of the
0: legislation governs law enforcement access to the contents of communications on social networking websites. The government can get access to images or communications posted to a social networking site by offering specific and articulable facts suggesting that the information sought is relevant and material to an ongoing criminal investigation. This section also faces constitutional problems. According to a privacy scholar at the Cato Institute, Julian Sanchez, he tells Technica that uh, this is a lower standard than the Federal Electronic Communications Privacy Act requires for unread communications. More importantly, because Tennessee is the Sixth Circuit, it's bound by that court's Warshack decision, which held that the uh, Fourth Amendment requires the government to obtain a full search, search warrant in order to access email communications. He said that case dealt with email, but there's no good reason to think a private message on a social network site is any different the representative who sponsored this legislation did not bother to respond to ars Technica's request for comment isn't it really
6: interesting how the internet being a relatively new phenomenon and these tyrants are figuring out all these little ways they can they can weasel in and regulate it now
0: yeah they are in fact this i think is going to play well with the, the already existing regulations that we're starting to see pop up about cyber bullying because right? mm-hmm. we already have this these cases that have come up where yeah. teenagers have been distressed on Facebook by somebody who's maybe posed as another teenager, but wasn't in point of fact. Actually, that teenager uh, maybe led the other teen to believe something that wasn't true, like that they liked them. And then uh, they turned the tables on them and uh-huh, made fun of them. Ha yeah, ha, you're, you're a stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever. Yeah. And then the person cried and went and committed suicide. And so, therefore, saying mean mean things is also illegal on the Internet. You know,
6: kids have done this for generations now, just in different mediums. That's right. This is just the new way of delivering that.
3: It's
0: easier for kids to... uh, Kids don't
3: have jobs.
0: You know, they've got time to
3: uh, screw with people. Yep.
0: So, uh, there you go. Tennessee, new law, $2,500 in fines, nearly a year in jail. If you put an image online, Just transmit or display an image that is likely to frighten, cause or it cause, frighten, intimidate, or cause emotional distress. More coming up. Free Talk Live.
5: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wade And Mark. And if you want to get yourself some gold and silver, we've got the solution for you. That's right. Go to gold.freetalklive.com.
3: I've picked out some coins there that I think are good choices to get gold and silver into your hands. Get it there quickly and get it at the lowest rate we can possibly provide it at. Go check the other places and then check gold.freetalklive.com. I think you'll find that uh,
0: we're the best. Gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. As Gizmodo.com puts it here, the law that Tennessee has passed prohibits the online distribution of any image that might frighten, intimidate, or cause emotional distress to someone who sees it. Which really could be virtually anything, as they point out. Beyond the obvious fecal scattering, decapitation, and other horrific things that spill forth from the internet cornucopia of perversion, the law is broad enough to affect lots of benign images. picture of a spooky ghost? That could frighten someone. A photo of your friend's ex? Your friend could send you to jail for it.
3: How about a uh, JPEG of this law actually uh,
0: put on a website someplace? (laughs) Scary. The fact that an online image of anything that offends anyone is now illegal sounds highly contrary to the First Amendment. But psh, who pays attention to that old thing anymore anyway? I mean, it's just an old piece of paper, right? You know,
3: I mean, I, they had uh, Charles Rangel was on the Stossel show this last week or the week before. I'm not sure which one. And he was wow. talking. Talk, it, it, it baffles me why people would do, uh, politicians go on, on Stossel with, uh, you know, basically adversarial. Interviewers. Why would you do that? These guys are professional debaters, whereas yeah. the politicians are professional lawmakers. Do not get in the ring with a professional debater unless you're just, you know, your hubris is so large that you don't care. Yeah. So anyway, um Charles Wrangell was in there and he basically uh, John Stossel shook the Constitution at him and Charles Wrangle said, You don't want that government. You don't want the government in the Constitution, admitting, to my mind. That the government that he wants and pushes for and that we have achieved is something beyond what the Constitution has allowed. And the Constitution in the Bill of Rights basically says anything beyond what this document says is reserved to the people and the states respectively. Mm
0: -hmm. But then again, if people don't actually make a stand for their rights, then they will inevitably lose them. And that's what we've seen happen. Yep, we have seen that. The American people have generally become very complacent, they're happy comfortable life is good they're not real happy right
6: now less so than two or three years ago that's true i think that i think people are getting increasingly ticked at what's happening
0: but are they ticked at the right things are they blaming or placing blame where it belongs or are they saying that it's george bush's fault or barack
6: obama's fault unfortunately that's what a lot of them fall under but there are those i think there's more uh, increasing number of people that are seeing the problems more clearly than ever
0: yeah, I hope so, and I hope we see Ron Paul assist with it. And didn't he have a money bomb over the weekend, Ron Paul? Yeah, he did recently, and uh, you know did some great numbers. Wasn't it over a million dollars in yep. one day? Yep, it's not too shabby. Not, not bad at shabby. all. Now, didn't he pull like twenty million dollars in the two thousand eight campaign? Gosh, I don't know. I'd, yeah, he did. I'd have to look. Was that, six up. that in one, day? one
6: Six million in one day. It was six million in one day? Yeah. Twenty million total. I think so. Okay.
0: So, we're already in the very beginning of his campaign. But I mean, Romney really... had some
3: gigantic number, and basically in one day, I think they probably fudged the numbers a little bit. But yeah, but Romney's still... getting money from big, big sponsors. And from himself. himself, too.
0: Yeah. Just saying. So, I hear there's another Republican debate coming up soon, which means Ron Paul's going to have yet another chance to speak on the ideas of liberty. And then maybe, Wayne, some more people will wake up uh, to what the real problems are.
6: A lot of people have said that the last time Ron Paul ran, it woke them up. That they started studying and and trying to verify what Ron Paul was saying and found out he was he was right. So yeah, well that's another thing that we're
0: benefiting from is that uh, during the 2008 campaign it was easy to write Ron Paul off as a crackpot, uh, but now anybody that's been paying attention knows that Ron Paul was right and so he's going to be coming from that position and the, and that's going to be good for him. Well, it
3: I don't I I love the idea that the ideas of liberty are getting out there and if Ron Paul is the purveyor of those I'm he I'm is. for that. I kind of like uh Gary Johnson as a candidate a little better but it doesn't, you know, he didn't CNN kept him out of the uh, most recent debate, and hmm. that doesn't look—that's not good for his candidacy. Wait, is top- this the
0: debate that's upcoming? There's yeah. only been one thus far, yeah, so
3: far. The C- okay. that was a uh, Fox News debate, got it. And CNN's uh, is upcoming in New Hampshire, and Gary Johnson has been excluded unless uh-huh. something can be done about that. People are calling and trying to to make it unhappen, but that's you know it's tough. Uh, but the the front runners in the Republican field really stink when you're looking at uh, Romney. He's the author of Romney Care in Massachusetts. Clint Webb. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. he's uh, kind of like Clint Webb, the uh, little little uh, skit that we have on a commercial here on uh, Free Talk Live. If you listen on online at FreetalkLive dot com, you can hear it sometimes. Um, the Polenty Supported cap and trade in its original iteration, that kind of kills both of
0: those guys from a policy standpoint for Republican voters. Not really. I mean, the, the the polls have been done up here in New Hampshire, and Mitt Romney's incredibly popular.
3: He's well, incredibly popular. By that you mean in the teens. That doesn't mean you need to get a bunch of people out uh, to to vote. And I I don't know if you're going to get independence with that. I personally, I don't know. Uh, Palin's just. So bad in front of a television <laughs> it 's incredible some of the stuff that she says i 'm not going to say the lady 's stupid, I suspect she 's not but i you know i will.
6: Some of the things that lady says are just incredible. So, well, Michelle Bachman came up here, remember, a few uh, maybe a month and a half ago, and was talking about Lexington, Concord, as if it were Concord, New Hampshire, when it was Concord, huh. Massachusetts. You know,
3: I made that mistake really early on in the Free State Project when we, when we were nationally syndicated
0: back an easy in mistake Florida. To What's that? That's an easy mistake. It is. They yeah. have all these uh, in different states up here. They have the exact same town names,
6: so yeah. easy to confuse. But somebody. do a little research when you want to do a speech on that. Well, that would make sense, Wayne. That's a good suggestion.
0: But I don't care about all the other competition, Mark. I mean, I, I'm not realistically believing Ron Paul is going to be able to win. Uh, but what I am valuing and, uh, and and what I think is very useful is that Ron Paul is going to be going around speaking about the ideas of liberty in a national kind of way, and that's important. That brings I'm, people to the ideas. I'm
3: for that. But one thing that bothers me is a lame duck president, um, especially one with Barack, like Barack Obama, that really wants to make fundamental changes for the you know for for, for the worse and. T- Towards the direction of large government. I mean, what's he got to lose in his second four year term if he manages to push through more health care reform, cap and trade, uh, you know, whatever it is that he wants to do? That's what concerns me.
0: The toll free number here tonight is 1 800 259 9231. And look out for more of this Tennessee like legislation especially if the Tennessee legislation actually continues on without having a successful court challenge to it. Uh, Obviously, it hasn't been enforced yet. It just was signed in, but essentially banning any kind of images from being displayed to someone on the Internet that could potentially offend, could potentially cause them uh, some sort of distress, and just look for this somewhere else. Look for it to pop up elsewhere as we move toward more uh, government uh, control on the Internet. Because they're not going to want to stop here. And that's the thing about government is they never stop. They just keep growing. And they just keep getting more intrusive and more oppressive. And it, it requires you to say something and do something about it if you ever want to see it end. If you ever want to see things turn around and go in the right direction, you have to stand up. You have to take a risk. You have to speak out.
6: And about sometimes freedom. doing something means refusing to do something. That's absolutely true.
0: One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves. Ring up anything. This is Free Talk Live This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring with anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And coming up here in less than two weeks from today, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, June 20th through the 26th. The biggest liberty-oriented event of 2011. It's happening at Rogers Campground, same place as last year, in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. It's just absolutely stunning. The scenery is wonderful, but even better than that is being around like-minded, liberty-oriented people. And they number in the hundreds. Maybe even over a thousand people will be attending Porkfest this year. You'll have all kinds of things to do. I heard there's even going to be a trip to a water park. There's all kinds of things going on at oh. Porkfest uh the family fun activities agorism in action live musical performances karaoke contest there's going to be games uh, to play going family to be fun dunking booth I already mentioned the family fun but lots yeah. of family stuff in fact there's a specific uh group of volunteers that's that's coming up with family fun stuff activities and an itinerary if you will uh so you can go to porkfest.com to get registered it's really a blast if you've never been before Somebody's been posting. Uh, people have been posting over the Free State Project forum saying, I'm worried. What do, I've never met anybody here. What do I do? And somebody posted back, look, we don't bite. You're going to it's going to be fine. Everything's cool. If the people at the Pork Fest are liberty minded folks. You're already in agreement with them on some of the most critical issues before you even open your mouth. So if, as long as you're willing to communicate with somebody, as long as you're willing to kind of come out of your shell, I understand being an introvert is not an easy thing at a social event like the Porcupine Freedom Festival, but I think you'll find a lot of people there that you'll gel with. Yeah. And there's drinks there, too. There's alcohol. There will
3: be plenty <laughs> They're of that. are saying that alcohol tends to overcome some introversion?
6: <laughs> yes. Okay. Definitely.
0: Yeah, there will be plenty of alcohol, among other things, and lots of great food, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Porkfest.com, P O R C F E S T.com, will be there broadcasting live. You can use our discount code, which is Free Talk Live, all run together as one word, to save 20%. That's uh, Free Talk Live, again, as your discount code. Go to porkfest.com, P O R C F E S T. Dot com. The toll-free number here tonight for you is 1-800-259-9231. So we're talking about – we were talking about this Tennessee law that has criminalized the display, the transmission of a picture on the internet or in any form, I presume, that could offend, could – is now a crime where it may carry several months of jail time, maybe a $2,500 fine as well. And I think it's important to point out that there's a certain segment of people out there – maybe they're listening – maybe they're listening tonight – There's a certain segment of people in society that believes that, well, it doesn't matter because I wouldn't do something like that. I I would never smoke pot, so it doesn't matter if pot is illegal. Or I would never eat foie gras, so it doesn't matter if foie gras is illegal. Or I would never send a terrible picture to somebody on the internet, so it doesn't matter if it's illegal. I am a law-abiding citizen. I am a person who follows the law no matter what it says, and everything in my world is going to be okay because of that. I don't have to concern myself with what you illegals do, with what you people do that are breaking the laws.
3: Well, those people probably haven't read the stories, and there are several of them that I've seen of parents that have taken pictures of their kids in the bathtub or their babies nursing or Mm. uh, just what you would consider sort of – what would certainly have been considered just normal pictures of childhood when I was a kid. There are pictures of me in the bathtub with my cousins and – That's incest. Right. It's not not titillating. It's not purient. It's none of these things. It's just cute. For some reason, some cops out there have decided that it is, Mm -hmm. and they go after these people. One guy was in jail for months because he... You know, they considered it because he was uh, um, not a U.S. citizen. It wasn't illegal, but uh, he wasn't illegally in the country. He was just not a U.S. citizen. So this charge, therefore, meant that he was likely to flee. They kept the guy in for jail for months. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you really need that over taking a picture?
0: Your thoughts are welcome. 800 259 This is a fairly pervasive viewpoint. I remember when I was having some dinner with some relatives back when I was living in Florida. I think it was probably 2006. This was when Chicago banned Foie Gras. And my relatives, uh, aunt and uncle, they live in Skokie. They is very near the Chicago area from what I understand. I don't really know Illinois' geography very well, but... It's there. They're close to it. And so they were aware of this. And this became a topic of uh, conversation at dinner. And they were of the opinion that it did not matter. Yeah, we it don't eat foie gras. Right. We don't eat foie gras. So it does not matter that it's been banned. And this is the thing that Americans, many who have this particular viewpoint, don't understand, is that if you're not willing to stand up for the freedoms of others when they are threatened, then you don't deserve any for yourself. You won't get any for yourself. What you have is just, you're just lucky. You, just, you happen to still have the freedom to do fill in the blank. But just give them time, and before you know it, fill in the blank has become illegal. Whatever it is that you like to do, whatever it is your pastime is, your hobby is, your business is, before you know it, it's regulated or
6: made completely illegal. First, they came for the gypsies, but I wasn't a gypsy, so mm-hmm. I did nothing.
0: Yep, And
3: then they this...
6: came for the communists, but I wasn't a communist. So I did nothing. That's Pastor Martin E. Muller from the 1940s, great That's stuff. Right.
3: You know, I talked to my wife about this when we were first started dating. Um, you know, we talked about the smoking ban that had gone on in Sarasota, Florida. Actually, in Florida, All of Florida. in Florida in general, and she had said that she had voted for it. Mm. She doesn't like smoke. She's a non-smoker. Right. Smoking's bad for you, of course. I'm going to vote for this. You
0: use the government to make the world better. That's the idea,
3: right? But I knew that she was a she. You know, was a master scuba diver, had taught classes and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, you know, smokers are minority. They participate in an activity that some people consider to be, you know, bad or dangerous or whatever people consider it to be and the question is is everybody this this really that same description fits everybody for something that they do for instance somebody could say well we need a lot more restrictions on scuba diving that's right it's a dangerous sport it is a dangerous sport there's no doubt you about it drown. you could bring you could roll somebody up in a wheelchair that can barely move because they've went down and did something wrong in scuba diving or just you
6: know had an accident or or something be attacked by a shark a stingray yeah and i'd rather see a woman in a bikini than a, than a scuba suit
3: And so that really hit home for her. She realized at that time, at that moment, that, oh, well, that makes perfectly good sense.
0: Well, good for her for realizing that. But a common response to that might be, well, they won't criminalize scuba diving. Well, that's what some people will dismiss it as, but you have yeah. to
3: <laughs> that's when you don't aren't moving into a relationship with somebody, you're not, uh, you know, you don't have those those same kind of interactions going on. I mean, if you're just talking to somebody on the street who could really care less whether you could smoke or not because they want you to not be able to smoke, whether they're just going to dismiss whatever it is that you say about their rights, but, you know, when some day or another it's going to affect them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is a really – this is a real critical issue for Americans to really come to grips with, the idea that even if you are so fortunate that none of your hobbies and pastimes and business uh, things is – You know, regulated to the point of being impossible to do or made illegal completely, that you're just lucky and that if you don't stand up for your neighbors when they are aggressed against, then who will be looking out for you when it's your turn? So, uh, When when it's your turn. One of the reasons why I'm constantly going into court, I was in uh, court this morning, Lauren Canario, who is a, a hero of mine was in court for trespassing at the jail property. She was called by the people from the jail to tell her that uh, one of the the activists, Rich Paul, was there to be picked up and asked if she could call them back to assist. When she called them back, they basically told her that she could go out and pick him up. When she got there, they called the police on her because she was banned from coming to the jail unless she had permission to come to the jail. She thought she had permission to come to the jail to get Rich Paul because she was called by the jail. And then she was arrested for, uh, for trespassing. Like literally weeks before her ban from ban from being on the jail property was about ready to expire. Now she's got uh, another criminal charge to deal with. So anyway, she was having an arraignment today, and I went in there to uh, you know show whatever support I could. I brought my video camera along to record the proceedings. They haven't dropped the charges on this yet. No, they're going to go gonna go to <laughs> trial. That's it's crazy. It's a misdemeanor, but they they admitted it was their mistake. Well, no, they didn't admit admit anything.
3: It's ridiculous.
0: So. So the point is, even though I could have been doing something else with my time this morning, like making phone calls for this radio show, I got up early and I went out to court and I waited in line. And my gosh, the line was crazy today. The line was all the way into the stairwell of the poor victims that were coming into this court. And I mean victims of the state, the people that are aggressed against by the the people calling themselves the state. It was yeah, the, incredible.
3: When you look at the. The uh, the jail in Keene, New Hampshire. It's my understanding it holds uh, several hundred inmates. And the it's, as I understand it, the superintendent has said that at any given time they have ten that people who actually have a victim in their crime.
0: Well, I don't know. That may be an exaggeration. That's what I that I, I'm just saying what I've heard. I've heard it's about forty fifty percent in there that are completely nonviolent. More coming up. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You take control. Bring up anything. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features free. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com, and you'll get a whole list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Once again, promote dot live dot com everything from getting a free bumper sticker for your car to flyers that you could print to uh, business cards as well as web banners and such even graphics that allow you to make your own graphics so you can get our logo and make wallpapers or whatever it is you want to do with them. You- Make your own shirts if you want to. You can do anything over at promote.freetalklive.com. Once again, promote.freetalklive.com. Toll-free number here tonight for you, 800-259-9231. You can, of course, bring up anything you'd like. And we've been talking just kind of generally about... People and how it is that there's this apathy towards those who may disagree, towards those who have a, a different set of beliefs, or towards those who maybe have a different set of hobbies that uh, that they like to do that may be uh, made illegal at some point by, or maybe already is illegal, uh, maybe made illegal by the government, and how it is that Americans fail in a lot of ways at this, and they they fail at uh, at standing up for something that is not important to them. Because liberty is not important to them. Only their life is important to them. Only their freedom is important to them. And any law that doesn't threaten their freedom directly seems to be like, oh, well, No big deal. Who cares? But I care. Like the smoking ban thing, Mark, I don't like cigarette smoke. Nope. I, I i don't particularly want cigarettes
3: uh, to be smoked when I'm eating a meal uh, near me, when I'm eating a meal in a restaurant. So but be, I believe it's the right of the owner of that business to decide what the smoking policy is right. in
0: his building. And I, as a customer, had the choice to go there and to patronize it. Right. Mm-hmm.
6: or Or go somewhere else.
0: Exactly. And so my love for liberty trumps the fact that I don't like cigarette smoke that I don't want to personally I would prefer to not have to experience that but my love for freedom and private property rights and the ability for you to do what you want with your own property trumps that In every your own single life.
2: time
0: yeah absolutely so it's important I hope that uh, other people can come to this conclusion and begin standing up for those with which uh, they might have a disagreement because until you can do that, until you can advocate for liberty for everybody, even the weird guy down the street that does questionable things that you may not agree with, until you're ready to do to stand up for everybody's freedom, you'll never have it for yourself. And, you know, that's okay for some people because they don't want it. Some people don't want to be free. I mean, you would think – I know you made a statement before on the show, Mark, about how liberty and the desire for freedom is innate within man. And I think it, that's true. It, it's true that they
3: desire it for themselves. What, what you're saying is you're defining liberty from a broad spectrum mm-hmm. and saying that uh, people desire liberty, so therefore they must desire liberty for other people. And that is not true, because the other aspect of man is the desire to control other people. And it's in there. It's, uh, it's, it's a war within ourselves. But what you need to understand is every time you control someone else in the process, you yourself are being controlled. When you create that opportunity for someone to be controlled, someone's going to use that opportunity turn that you created to turn it around on you. Mm-hmm. Just give them time. So everybody desires to be free themselves. But is that true? Are aren't there people out there? They desire to be free. They certainly desire free things, Ian. But aren't there people out they want, there who they want, want to be free controlled? They want free as in liberty, and they want free as in beer.
0: There must be people that want to be controlled, though, right? I mean, there must be people that uh, like, like, for instance, some of the highest dominatrix, for instance. Yes, but
3: they don't want to be controlled in all aspect of their lives. Yeah. They, they want, uh, you know, some somebody to control them in some particular area. But there's, I. There's got to be somebody, but there are very few people. Mm. It is nearly innate in humans from a, a species wide standpoint that they desire for themselves freedom. And that's the freedom to make a decision. Even if that decision is in this area of life, I would like to be beaten with a leather strap.
0: Good point. They did choose to hire the dominatrix in the first place.
6: So it is consensual. 1-800-259-9231
0: one 259 9231 That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So this kind of all ties into what uh, some, a story that you and I both had tonight, Wayne. Uh, this piece here from Reason and various other different places about somebody who had a SWAT team raid on his home. Not because of drugs. Not because he had someone
6: held hostage. But because he was late on his payments. No, actually his estranged wife was and who didn't even live in the house anymore. A father was dragged from his home and handcuffed in front of his children by a SWAT team looking for his estranged wife to collect her unpaid student loans. A stunned wow. Kenneth Wright had his front door kicked in by the raiding party at 6 a.m. yesterday before being dragged onto his front porch, handcuffed, and led to a police car with his three children. He says he was then detained for six hours while officers looked for his wife, who no longer lives at the house. Hmm. They were looking pretty thoroughly. Yes, they were. I don't know how. Six I don't hours. know about this
3: guy's house, but uh, I, it's it's not going to take you six hours to go through my house unless you think she's hiding in every drawer or underneath mm-hmm. any, the yeah. couch.
0: Not too many places you can hide a human
3: person
6: in a home. Yeah, they're looking in the knife drawer or something. <laughs> Mr. Wright was later told by Stockton, California police, that the order to send in the SWAT team came from the U.S. Department of Education, who were looking for his estranged wife to collect defaulted loan payments. Speaking to ABC News 10, a visibly shaken Mr. Wright described what happened when he was mm. woken by a banging on his front door. He said, I looked out my window and I see 15 police officers. Dressed in his boxer shorts, Mr. Wright says he rushed downstairs and was about to open the door when it was kicked open. Mm. An officer then grabbed him by the neck before dragging him out uh-huh. into the front lawn. His three, seven, and 11-year-old children were also removed by officers and put into a waiting police car. Quote, he had his knee on my back and I had no idea why they were there, Mr. Wright said. He then the, he Some put me in handcuffs stuff, in that hot patrol car scary. for six hours traumatizing my kids. The 1-800-259-9231. Depart- the Department of Education refused to comment on the incident saying... They would not do so until the case was closed. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: whenever that is. We don't have to explain
6: anything is. to you people.
0: That's right. And this is another common thing that happens where the police will just abuse folks. They'll destroy property. They'll ruin lives and then they'll just hide behind their uh spokesman and the spokesman will say well we can't comment because the case is open right now and then of course the news media is busy doing other things later and they're not going to follow up on this particular case it's just oh i can't it's get a comment news today. anymore right we can't get a comment today we got to go to tape uh, we we got to go live at 10 o'clock so we'll, we'll just run the story as is and then we'll forget about it later sure. and the police know we'll forget about it later so that's why they do what they do
6: and here's a classic case of, of of the old adage that government involvement or intervention begets more, because yeah, absolutely, student loans. You know, look at the student loan program. I was there when it started. It, it it's it it caused the price of a college education to skyrocket.
0: Who would have thought uh, that this would have gone to this this point? I mean, this is right back where we were talking about is. People live in this world where they have this myopic vision that says, well, there are raids going on. I know there's raids happening. I hear about them, but I'm not a drug user, so it doesn't matter. Of course, ignoring the fact that they frequently get the wrong house, it doesn't matter if you're a drug user or not. They could be kicking your door in tonight uh, simply because they screwed something up. But now you've got them raiding someone's home, kicking in a door, grabbing somebody by the neck, throwing them on the ground, putting a knee in their back, kids in the police car, and six he hours. he wasn't
6: even the one. Who, right. who allegedly owed the money. But over a school loan, over
0: yeah. a something that... How many people have these things? I mean, how many people have federal government-backed
6: school loans? A lot. And there's a lot of people in de- up to their ears with essentially a mortgage uh, for their college education that don't have jobs, that haven't been able to find a job in their field. Also, and I suspect you're going to see a lot more defaults like this on student loans in the next few years.
0: So this really just shows that you can't live in this false concept that you are going to be immune from this because you believe you're so-called law-abiding. Now if you're late on a a school loan, they send a SWAT team in. That's how crazy
3: this is. And the SWAT and the the town or municipal government that owned the SWAT team or whatever they're not responsible for it it's the department of education they ordered it yeah the department of education says we're not responsible for it it wasn't us we don't have to
0: answer your questions what does it cost by the way to do a SWAT team raid i'm just curious i mean the average school loan i don't know what that is several thousand tens of thousands of dollars but how many you know thousand two thousand what do you think it costs them to send a SWAT team in well it's not like they collected on this loan either (laughs) that's what i mean they're just spending money to intimidate people well, That's the, about the, stu- the, the student loan program
6: started around 1979, and by the mid-'80s, a lot, of, a lot of people who had taken out student loans were basically stiffing the government for the loans. So th- but you th- th- can't th- go
0: bankrupt on a student loan, right?
6: Well, well what happened was they instituted tougher laws, uh, which uh, are, are on the books today, where when you go bankrupt, if you file Chapter 11 or Chapter 7 bankruptcy, your student loans are not discharged. You're a slave until you, pay, until you pay that off.
0: I mean, that alone is pretty significant. But to add to that, the idea that there could be a SWAT team raid at any given moment on your home because you haven't paid uh, made the payments on the loan, it's just so, so crazy. But it's that's crazy. what's happening. Over the top. I couldn't. Some, it's, sometimes I'm surprised that I'm surprised by what the, the government does. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be surprised anymore, but this one caught me off guard. More coming up 800 259 92 Hour 3. Next, you take control. Free time.
7: Another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9.
0: This is Free Talk Live, launching into the third hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and joining you here tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Once again, 1-800-259-9231. We can talk more about the SWAT team raid for a student loan here in a little bit, but first, let's go to Tony listening in Michigan. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark.
7: Awesome. How are you guys doing? Hey,
0: great. Tony, what's on your mind tonight?
7: Oh, uh, well, just commenting on the, uh, the story you talked about how, you know, the, the warrant that was served uh, through the auspices of the uh, Department of Education. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are familiar, obviously, with what happened to Jose Serrano,
0: The Marine. Uh, the Marine. Their-
7: yeah yeah the Marine obviously well
0: this is the guy that was uh, shot got, seventy times or something like that or yeah, shot at then, seventy and times? Then
7: the police uh purposely withheld uh medical treatment mm-hmm. uh they didn't let the ambulance go yeah well i I go up uh, I'm in my first year in law school up here, and uh I, mean, I can tell you the the exceptions that have been created to how officers can can violate your property rights through the fourth amendment i There's really, there's no way that a lawyer is going to be able to argue this in court to stop it. It's going to take people on the state level to finally wake up. And I I honestly don't know, whoever, I don't know if it was Mark who said before, I honestly think we're in a position to where it's going to take probably nearly a total police state to really stop what's going on because there's too much of this affinity for law enforcement in America at least right now there's there's anger i i just see it with my classmates even in school they just justify law enforcement tactics because it's always it must be a criminal that's why they
2: did it
3: yeah you yep. know it's it's amazing how many criminals are just running around but uh, you know the major media has you kind of scared yeah. that way if yep. you turn on the nightly news it's petrifying
6: mm. it's petrifying <laughs> yeah. But there's also that attitude in the media that, 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 that these people are just parroting what they hear in the media or what's being implied by these stories. Right. Tony, anything else you want to share tonight?
7: Oh uh, No, I just wanted to call in. I I appreciate your guys' show, and I've been listening to you uh, for the last year or so.
0: How Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate, so, hearing appreciate hearing from it. you. Thank you at 800 259 9231. Mark, where did the information come from that this was about a student loan? Because I'm now seeing claims that it was, in point of fact, not about a student loan. No, it is. It is but it's his wife, not him. The claim here is that it was about an ongoing criminal investigation. Justice Department spokesbureaucrat from this is news10.net reporting. Uh, confirmed that federal agents with the Office of the Inspector General, OIG, not local SWAT, served the search warrant. He would not say specifically why the raid took place, except that it was part of an ongoing criminal investigation. Hamilton said the search was not related to student loans in default as reported in the local media. Well, it was
3: the reason. that Where did he come from? It came from the local media. That was the report, um, as it was uh, stated. Now, if the question here is, is are they covering up? For what was clearly a very stupid move, or is there in fact what is this ongoing criminal investigation?
0: I don't know. Was it the boy, f- or the husband, who s- suggested that it was because of the student loan? Well,
3: that's certainly what it sounded like to me when it's, I was listening what to it the clip. Like.
0: Uh, so according to this, it's uh, the and OIG. By the way,
3: his claim is is that the cops fixed his door. What, have you ever That's heard? That's unusual. Of, have you ever? Well, they didn't really fix, they it, put, but they they to block, fix it.
6: They put a little block. They put a little block of wood on the hole and said it was fixed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you heard of cops fixing a door? So that just says to me that they feel like they did something wrong.
0: Well, again, it wasn't the local cops. According to this story, the Stockton Police Department said it was asked by federal agents. Then, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking about a raid that allegedly happened by the federal government over somebody not paying their student loans. And now they're claiming that that's not the case, but they're not going into details as to why they did. So There's no official statement on the part of the feds, These OIG, Office of Inspector General. They're not speaking regarding why they were there. The well, man of the home says it's because of a defaulted
6: student loan. Well, in this story, it says the Department of Education refused to comment on the incident, saying that they would not do so until the case was closed. So it is the Department of Education, and do, it does relate to student loans, but maybe maybe there was some fraud involved? Perhaps. The
0: OIG is a semi-independent branch, whatever that means, of the education department that executes warrants for criminal offenses such as student aid fraud, embezzlement Of federal aid and bribery, according to Hamilton, the agency serves 30 to 35 search warrants each year. That's and not the, very many. <laughs>
6: no.
0: And the Stockton Police Department said it was asked by federal agents to provide one officer and one patrol car just for a police presence when carrying out the search warrant. Police officers from Stockton did not participate in breaking Wright's door, handcuffing him, or searching his home. So uh, it is not as it may perhaps have Of course, they didn't stop it either. I mean, this, uh, right.
3: this group of people that you pay to protect and serve you, um, and apparently he didn't do any investigation into what this was going on, um, you know. He's not reporting. He's not saying. Uh, well, I investigated this, and this was uh, this has to do with an ongoing mm-hmm. criminal investigation regarding this uh, uh, subject's participation in the transportation and use of illegal drugs. Like uh, he's not reporting that.
0: We continue here with you and your thoughts. Let's go to Greg, listening in Tennessee, to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Greg. Hey
8: guys, thanks for taking my call. I'm, sure. I'm new to your show. I just happened to be surfing through the. the show radio here and found you
0: welcome aboard hey, what's yeah. on your mind tonight
8: well i wanted to give everybody a whole different look at this anthony Weiner thing okay um <laughs> you, you won't hear people say this i mean um this is what my take on on the whole thing is we've got a, a basically a socialist government and any member of our government or congress that is in the way of that socialist movement they must be destroyed and this is what they're doing into uh uh What's his face? Um, I'm thinking of Ron Bovojevich, because Ron Bovojevich, the day before he was arrested, he said that his state was no longer going to do any banking with Bank of America at all. And then, lo and behold, he gets arrested that night, and we know what happened to him. Now, what was Anthony Weiner going to expose about this corrupt government that he needed to be stopped? It seems Um, to
3: follow that pattern. Okay, (laughs) this sounds like this this is going down the the, the path of conspiracy theory. I mean, Anthony Weiner admitted to tweeting by accident a picture of his junk. And you would think that if he was taking some firm stand against, I don't know, the the, the trilateral commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, the New World Order, whatever it is that he's doing, that he wouldn't then uh, come out and publicly admit a few days later, yes, I accidentally – twitted a piece of my, or a picture of my junk. You know, like, but that doesn't us, make much us, sense. Let
8: us, but let us remember that kids are doing this all the time,
3: sexting. Mm-hmm. Sure. They, they do it all the time. But so, not congressmen. So
6: it's, it's not appropriate not not behavior. Especially for a, for a married
3: congressman. But, Nobody's yeah. proposing this guy go to jail for it. They're, 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 not, they're not even proposing. He's not even saying he's going to step down. I mean, this but, guy is simply, it's his credibility
0: that's shot because he's married. Well, Greg, are you suggesting and, that it was somehow a setup?
8: Uh, not necessarily. It, it's probably something that he did do, and he is guilty of it. But but we got to think of uh, Kennedy. I mean, Kennedy was corrupt, but the media never attacked him. And and there's other which examples one? of that in history. I don't know which one. Which <laughs> exactly? Uh, but there's no pictures. But, but, my, but you see, what my point is that. They're using this to destroy the man and his credibility, and I feel it's because there's a whole different agenda to it, other than just him showing his his uh, suspicious package off to somebody. I
3: I disagree. Pe- guys show uh, send send pictures of their their uh, their, their their most valuable asset uh, because that's what they believe it is uh, to people all the time guys that are in uh, congress are no different i suspect he just
0: this guy's he, he is different because he's got more hubris than the average guy i mean he's, he believes <laughs> yeah. he's special because he's in congress and so but
3: well, what how do you believe he believes he's special what's he how's he acting differently
0: well people who are in positions of power believe they're more special than others but that's, yeah. you're not backing up the state the question
8: you know, you know my my wife and i have a saying you know it doesn't matter where i get my appetite as long as i always come home for dinner <laughs> and that's what it all boils down to. It doesn't I, matter what he was doing on the internet. He was not physically doing anything to her or meeting her or any of that uh, of the above. I mean, if, well, if I agree with you. I think that uh, this
0: is a, not a whole bunch of much ado over nothing, really. It's However, tacky behavior. I also think that you're coming from kind of a pers- paranoid perspective. The idea that this guy is somehow against the system or is working to, or you know, yeah. change the so federal government. I understand. Government.
3: That he was one of the most li- liberal Congress critters in there, so it's
6: yeah. probably. And I want to know where you go for lunch.
0: Thanks, Greg, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. You know, if there was any truth to what he was saying, then why haven't they taken out Ron Paul? Ron Paul is, you know, his ideas are really dangerous to the Boy Scouts. It's free talk live.
5: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated. So send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash your family today.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up what you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you features there for free. You can enjoy them on us. Uh, Go to freetalklive.com to do that. But if you like the fact that everything's free on the website, you can voluntarily support us. We actually accept uh, payments in Bitcoin. You can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com or if you're anywhere on freetalklive.com, you look in the top right Section of the website. There's a little Bitcoin logo there. You click over to that and get the details on how to send in your Bitcoins. If you, for whatever reason, actually want to send somebody a Bitcoin because they just keep going up and up in value. Uh, in the last 24 hours, it's gone up by $5. It's now Just under $30, 30 U.S. dollars per Bitcoin. As of three months ago, four months ago, it was $0.70. It's just been skyrocketing. And you can learn more at weusecoins.org. Yeah,
3: Bitcoins are kind of like uh, the Internet's version of cash. They're an anonymous Internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. They're free to use. Free to accept and free from inflation forever. So that's the difference between uh, the Internet cash and real sort of uh, Federal Reserve notes. They're not free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world. Uh, They're essentially a a new Internet currency. And their value is going, as you said, Ian, up, up, up. You can find out more about how to use uh, Bitcoins and how to get them and all those things at weusecoins.org. Everything else, all the other currencies seem to be diminishing in value. Mm -hmm. Bitcoins are going up. We use coins.org.
0: 1-800-259-9231. I think the Bitcoin is one of the biggest threats to the legitimacy of the state, to the existence of the state that has come along thus far. And I'm pretty excited about it. All right. So we'll continue here. But by the way, just one more thought Uh, on Greg's call there, the idea that this Wiener guy has been set up. It's just a big setup, and uh, the the, the world powers are trying to crush him because he's threatening the socialist uh, United States of America. And I don't know what his policies are, but he's a Republican or Democrat or something. He's a Democrat, Democrat. Democrat.
6: but the guy who allegedly brought this out was Breitbart of Breitbart TV, who is Mm -hmm. a Republican operative. So many times these things also get stoked up from the opposing party.
0: I just know that if it's just fun and games in the political arena, If, if somebody was actually a threat to the status quo. I think we would have heard about him before Mm. and I never heard about this guy so as far as I'm concerned he's just like any other Republican or Democrat just another control freak somebody else who believes he knows best how to run your life that's why he ran for office so he can try to run your life tell you what to do tell you how much to pay him and his buddies in the federal government and get rich right so the idea that there is some sort of cabal of people that is uh, has brought this about because he's somehow threatening the existence of uh, the socialism and the U.S. government by the way it's socialist and fascist all at once like all Mm -hmm. rolled in one little ball well fascism
6: is sort of a it's a form of socialism it's just that you've got the the state and the and the big corporate powers in bed together right out in the open
0: yep uh, well of course socialism is total control by the state of all uh industry though right
6: mm-hmm. i mean that's that's where well, the national socialists in in nazi germany that was a fascist government that was and, and same with um uh mussolini's italy and mussolini was a former communist and then he became the fascist leader of italy and, and, he, and he best said it. He said it was the merger of state and corporate power. So I brought up this uh, question of, well, if it's true that there's a, you
0: know, the evil Bilderbergers or whoever are trying to crush those who would threaten the status quo, then why haven't they crushed Ron Paul? Your response, Mark, and we were going to break, so you didn't have much time to respond, was well, he's a Boy Scout. Yep. Well, okay, yeah, it's true. You're probably not going to get a picture of Ron Paul tweeting his penis uh, on the internet. However, it would be all could, shriveled up anyway. Well, you know. as
3: I understand it, They could it, put him in a... front
0: of a moving train yeah. and, uh, and solve that problem. You could kill him off, but yeah.
3: you, what I'm saying is, is you can't, uh, you, you may very well. Murder the guy at that point I don't know but you can't sort of undermine him from a moral standpoint as I Mm. understand it if he won't go anywhere alone with another woman into an elevator Mm. or anything like that that's just the kind of guy he
0: is Gotcha. so your thoughts are welcome 800-259-9231 we continue here with your calls and thoughts let's go to Dustin listening in Nebraska Dustin you're on free talk live
9: hi I want to say something about like I appreciate everything you guys do like, not just you guys, all of you guys, and specifically, I was watching the Jefferson Dance Party live streaming, and at one point, there was 2,000 people watching that live. So, and uh-huh. I saw the little widget to donate to Tally TV, and I didn't really donate too much, but I felt that I had to donate, so I donated. Oh, cool. And then later on, I was encouraging you know other people to donate and, uh, on Facebook, and other people said, oh, yeah, I donated, and... So then I, uh, I messaged uh, Tally and he said he only got $15 from it. It's ridiculous. People need to get more money. Like, what you guys do, I mean, it, you take in your time and, and your effort and your funds. And, you know, the opposition, the status, they have so much money behind them.
0: So how many of There's, the $15 was your money? It was only five, but. Okay. You know, hey, you I'm know, not.
3: it's. I've got to say that, uh, you know, when in, when I see somebody doing something I like, I'd rather toss them the five bucks or something like that. It's not like I'm. No, I wasn't coming down no, on him. I was no, just. I, know.
0: I thought I, maybe I, all 15 was his and he was the only one who donated anything.
3: I'm suggesting to uh, people out there that, you know, the five bucks isn't going to harm you that much, but the five dollars to somebody else really makes them feel like that what they're doing is important
0: yeah it it is nice it's nice to to have that happen i agree with you i mean you should support things that you agree with and that you believe in especially if somebody's doing the work you wish you could like jason tally is on the ground in D.C., or was on the ground in D.C., uh, the Civil Civil Disobedience Fund sent him down there, and that's because people have donated uh, to the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. So we were able to send him down there. He probably wouldn't have been able to afford it on his own. Uh, so it's because of donations like yours that uh, the CD Evolution Fund was able to send Tally down there, but Tally's also willing to take some risk. I mean, he's down there at this risky event where the police could have cracked down, and they could have gone after him just for having a video camera, whether he was dancing or not. And they didn't, and so that's Uh, That's good news. But it is important for people to support what they believe in, especially if they can't be there themselves to do the things that they're enjoying seeing being done. If they want to continue seeing those things be done, then it makes sense to get behind them financially. However, uh, I would never... I would never rake someone over the coals for not doing it. Everybody has their reasons for or not doing something, and and they may be you know in the process of preparing to move to New Hampshire. They may need every single dollar they can get, or they may be you know behind on their school loan payments. They don't want the SWAT team uh, to come in and raid their home, or they may you know you you who knows what their individual circumstances are. For some people, it's just not something that they can do. Now, did all two thousand people who watched that event uh, could all of them not afford to throw five three Dollars uh, towards Tally's way. Of course, they some exactly, of them could. Seems point. pretty unlikely. Yeah. yeah.
9: If a quarter of them gave a dollar, you know that's yep. five hundred bucks. I mean, that's so much money. Like to you guys.
3: Yeah, no it's doubt. Just, I, I, you know, I, I have a general idea of the the, the frugleness with which Tally lives, and that kind lives of money really would take him a long way.
0: Yeah, is no the doubt. truth. Well, you know, and I appreciate the, 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 the suggestion, and hopefully people will take it to heart. But at the same yeah, time... Yeah,
3: I want to encourage people to do that.
0: Yeah. And and that's that's right. It's, it's all about encouraging people and maybe giving them a reminder, because some people will, maybe they didn't see the donation link, or maybe they just figured, oh, well, you know, I'll do it some other time and kind of forgot about it. I mean, there are all kinds of reasons why people will or won't do things, but uh, certainly positive en- encouragement is good. Like, it wouldn't do me any good to get on the air every night and complain, uh, because well, not everybody's an amplifier. Well, that's okay. That's I understood that going into this. I understood that by offering this show for free, and thanks for the call, by the way. I appreciate hearing from you. But by offering the show for free, that most people were going to take it for free and never send a single dollar in. Enjoy it. Yeah. And I understood that. That's okay. I'm willing to do that because I want people to, uh, you know, hear the advertisements, be entertained, listen to another episode, get the ideas of liberty, get them straight and understand them. And maybe down the line, once they're inspired enough, they'll get behind Free Talk Live or behind Jason Talley or the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund or whatever it is that they think is exciting. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live.
3: Are you looking for camping, hunting or shooting gear?
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything that you'd like at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we'll give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those. Mobile site included. If you've got a smartphone, you want quick access to our live streams, as well as the podcast for the show, you can go to m.freetalklive.com, m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. If you've ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it
3: because attorneys are just so expensive, then jurisdictionary.com is the course for you. It's a course for people who don't have the money for attorneys or people that do have attorneys and want to keep an eye on what they're doing. It teaches you how to use the court's rules. This is the kind of the, the, the education that you should have gotten in school regarding civics and law and that kind of thing. Well, jurisdictionary.com, they make it available to you. The four-CD course is so easy the average eighth grader could learn it in a weekend. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts and around the world, any of them that use the English common law uh, you know, system. And you can go to jurisdictionary.com, download the free tools that they have there for you, and buy the course. When you do buy the course, be sure to use the pull-down mention menu and mention Free Talk Live it's
0: jurisdictionary.com all right 800-259-9231 let's continue with your thoughts and your calls michael listening in norfolk to wtar hello michael michael hello hey you're on the yes air. how
10: are you go ahead sir uh th- thank you so much uh listen uh, you're doing a great job here i want to commend you for uh, uh bringing in corrections on the story about the swat team raid uh, in stockton california uh we, we talk about freedom, we have to understand that it's, it's rooted in truth. And uh, truth requires a tremendous amount of discipline and effort to get the right information, mm-hmm. the right knowledge, and to apply wisdom in uh, interpreting that knowledge. And uh, uh, our big problem in terms of fascism uh, in, in history and communism... Uh, boils down to the basic truth that uh, men used religion to uh, make slaves out of people, and the fact of the matter is, Christianity was the religion used. That combined with the politics of Rome
0: that well, preceded Christianity. Right, right. I mean, so, people have been made slaves by religion for longer than Christianity has been around.
6: People have made corpses by religion, too. That's true. <laughs> uh,
0: exactly, but, exactly. But I agree with you. The pursuit so, of truth is uh, is a very uh, valuable thing to, uh, you know, to to look after, and making sure that you check yourself and question yourself is, is a very important part of that.
10: Okay, so let's talk about one very uh, important untruth. The untruth that uh, has given us the America that we have today was uh, the notion that Ronald Reagan was a born-again Christian. Yes. That, was, that was sold to America by Jerry Falwell, mm-hmm. and in response to that, James Robinson, who had been a, the, actually the, the, uh, uh, the kingpin in that movement, he, he immediately went out of that meeting and wanted to kill himself and has confessed it many times on television, how he wanted to drive his his jet airplane into the ground. Now, the reason why he did that is because he knew that he had been a part of something that betrayed Jesus Christ. I'm, Nobody... I'm confused
0: here for a moment. You said that the reason why America is the way it is is because Ronald Reagan... Claim to be a born again Christian?
10: No, because Jerry Falwell claimed that he was a born again Christian. Ronald Reagan never claimed to be a born again Christian. And how Christian. does that,
0: how does what Jerry Falwell had to say on some 700 Club or whatever, was that Pat Robertson? Well, anyway, Robertson. on uh, whatever interview he was interviewed where he said something like that, how does that have any bearing on America today? That's what I'm confused about.
10: Well, because he did that in August of 1980 at the religious. Uh, uh, the national religious broadcasters convention and the and the national religious broadcasters brought together 43,000 pastors of churches and they gave us Ronald Reagan and they gave it to us on a lie and we need to know
0: more about that story okay. because uh, is he not I'm sorry has he answered the question because um... I don't think you've answered the question. Because, I think
3: he's just pointing out that there has been some untruth in the political arena.
0: But that uh, hasn't explained to me your claim, Michael, as to why it is that if Jerry Falwell made this claim and all these preachers or pastors came together to support uh, Ronald Reagan that they believed was a born-again Christian because Jerry Falwell claimed that he was. What bearing does that have on your claim of that uh, the, you know, the, the country is the way it is today because of that? That, that doesn't well, connect it- for me.
10: It fundamentally introduced the greatest uh, concentration of corruption in American government that we have ever seen. Uh,
0: And how is that? First
10: of all, well, the reason they did that is because they knew they could not get the evangelical vote unless they could make somebody other than Jimmy Carter a born-again Christian running for office. Now, this was all planned. Uh, Ronald Reagan had been around for a long time. Nobody right. knew he was a born-again Christian because he wasn't. Everybody knew Jimmy Carter was because he was, and he wasn't ashamed to testify about and it. And so openly. what?
6: I, I've, you've still yet to make a coherent point. Well, well, I think what he's trying to say is that the religious right, so to speak, kind of uh, hitched their wagon to Reagan and, kind of, and misrepresented what Reagan was about to their flock in Fine. order to get the vote. Which was fraudulent, which was a lie. Reagan never denied it. Reagan played along with it a bit. But Reagan did usher in an era of big government and corporatism like we've never seen before. He was the one really back in the 80s that ushered in what we have today. Um, compared, to, but it, it accelerated greatly. I'm
0: not going to believe for a moment that uh, the fact that somebody lied about Ronald Reagan's religious beliefs is in any way a significant factor on the way things are today. Whether Ronald Reagan was elected or somebody else was elected, the government still would have gotten larger and more intrusive and more oppressive. So it really seems he like did, you're harping did. on this little needle in a haystack right. as though it means he anything. There were a lot had of had other had problems
6: that's, with Reagan. Ian,
10: that's a wonderful question, the way you put it. Okay, Understand something that if you have unpaid political advertisement going on on hundreds of radio stations, hundreds of television stations, all under the guise of religion, with everybody being brainwashed to believe that the real issue is abortion and prayer in school, mm-hmm. when Jerry, Fal- when Jerry Falwell just dis- disbanded, disbanded the uh... moral majority he didn't give the money that uh, for an organization that was created to stop abortion, to uh, uh, abortion organizations, Look, no, Michael, so ask, I am
0: with you that... to the point where I'm no fan of organized religion. I don't think people should people should be lying, but uh, you've you've not even come close to convince me that this is in any way relevant. Your claims, uh, as far as the uh, the idea that Ronald Reagan was a born again Christian, misleading people somehow having any kind of significance regarding the way things are today. And I've given you multiple opportunities to prove it and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231.
6: And you know, the, when Reagan was president, I remember on the news sometimes they casually mentioned that they had an astrologer that he and Nancy used to consult with yeah. and it, it was pretty wide it was pretty well known but there was this duality there where where you had the religious right supporting him rabidly and yet this guy really wasn't even or wasn't even claiming to be a Christian. He was, he had an astrologer that he consulted with. New age, huh? And I don't yeah. know um, like i can 't i've read some stuff about
3: sort of the uh, the converting if you 'll take a look at the the elections throughout the years, the presidential elections, and take a look at which states were red and which ones were blue. there was a fundamental change in the late seventies and you know when Reagan was elected in that time frame, and the Dixiecrats kind of switched from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party, and that's the Bible Belt. Yeah. And it may be that the caller was trying to hit on that. Do I think yeah. it's all of the problems? No, by no means. But I do think that there's something to be said for the switchover of conservative Democrats to the Republican Party, the yeah. Reagan Democrats. Yep. I, I think it if changed Falwell the wants face to, get to on, politics.
0: If Falwell wants to get on a TV show and claim the, pres- the uh, man running for president, somebody running for president is so-and-so and such-and-such, hell do I care? What does that matter? Mm -hmm. 1-800-259-9231. Matters is uh, freedom and Reagan, Reagan didn't support that. Do you want to
3: take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized anonymous internet currency and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world and their value seems to only be growing with time. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. (laughs) WeUseCoins.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231. Only moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And you'll find that the features on the site are free. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier. Which uh, AMP stands for advertise, market, and promote. The idea is you send in three bucks a month to Free Talk Live, and then we'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Because gosh, that's important, isn't it? It's going to be working. Yeah, I think so. Over 100 affiliates now, thanks to listeners like you becoming amplifiers. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Get more details there. As so we continue with you and your phone calls, your thoughts, ladies first, Sarah is listening in Illinois to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Hey, super. What's on your mind?
11: Well, a couple of things I was listening to you. Um, I just want to point out that when people talk about the government, there are two. One is the United States and the other is the federal, and both of them are not um, very nice. Uh, the and I, I explain this to people because you have the Code of Federal Regulations, which takes care of federal agencies and whatnot, but then you also have the United States Code. So that it, it tells us that there are two different entities here, but they overlap and they, they operate to us as one, but they are really two different um, entities. So This is a
0: new claim to me. You're saying that there are two different entities. One enforces federal regulations, the other the USC, the United States Code.
11: Right, they're, they're two different codes. One do they have two different sets
0: of uh, courts, though? I mean, do they have two different sets of enforcers?
11: Oh, they got two different everything here. You've got, you see, back, it all goes back through history to the day the southern states seceded, and American jurisprudence documented that they did secede in law, and they were forced back in under threat, duress, and coercion, as you said. Uh, um, uh, what did they call that? Uh, gosh, terrorism. Mm -hmm. They were forced back in, and I've read the uh, documents on it. In fact, uh, an attorney for D.C., Missouri, and Texas wrote an article on how it happened and what they had done. So he documented that point in history, and that was the turning point. So the government that's involved today, uh, when people talk about de facto, it truly is de facto, because Congress never reconvened. And I'd spoken to So what are you getting at? So what I 'm getting at is the debt that, that supposedly out there, this sixty two trillion dollar debt or whatever that's mm-hmm. not our debt no of that's course it's that, not our debt their debt right. right. let Obama pay for that. Let the Congress people pay for that. They did this against what we have been telling them to do um, but one interesting point when you were talking well some
3: people about, are telling them they want handouts, and, and some so, people are saying tax tax the rich people more. they can afford it
11: right, right, I know. And it comes down to um, growing up is sometimes difficult, and we expect our teenagers to grow up. Well, it's time that we um, start growing up and start lobbing off all the social programs, which are, in fact, detrimental to what America is
0: supposed to be about. That sounds good to me. I'm with you on that far. And uh, thanks, Sarah, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from
6: you. To um, go in a little bit more to what she had mentioned, uh, there was a court case called U.S. versus USA, a while back, that you all, you might want to research a little bit because it, it seems like there might be some truth to what she's saying. I don't know the degree to which it is, but uh, th- there's court cases to uh, to make those distinctions. Well, in a lot of
0: cases, the legal land theories very much seem like they could be for real. Like the the idea that the government writes your name in all capital letters, and it's because you're a corporation, and da-da-da-da-da. Like, it all seems like it could make sense, and that it's, yeah, okay, that, that I get that. But if you actually try to apply the ideas in any sort of real form, like by telling the court, well, that's my name in all caps, sir, and that is therefore not me because my name is a capital letter and then small letters, uh, that doesn't work. They, don't, they won't do anything. And the idea that you could somehow, and she wasn't proposing. She wasn't proposing. She, wasn't anything. Proposing. she, she was Just that saying this that this anything. was the uh, the origins of it, yeah. and
3: I suppose one can make the claim. All I know is that the government is too big, too intrusive, and uh, you know it spends way too much money. These people are uh, they've they've, as far as I'm concerned, they've destroyed the company. Not they're destroying the comp uh, the country. It's
6: destroyed. Duh. There also are those who claim that in 1933 that the United States government went into receivership, and it's been ever since. There's a lot of theories on it, and there's a lot of right, cases and, this, and information that would seem to imply that that could be true, but there's no definitive
0: evidence. Right, and in that case, the the government's bankrupt, and the people that are are holding it in that receivership would be like China and other, other countries, right? People who, who own the, the debt. The Federal yeah. Reserve, oh, yeah.
3: right. uh, the bankers of the, of the Federal Reserve, that kind of thing.
0: But it's, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, there, like you said, Mark, the government gets bigger, whether there's two, whether there's a United States and a United States of America or a federal government, or regulation enforcers versus the USC or whatever the division is, there are terrorizing people they're destroying lives they're killing they're stealing and i don't care which group of them it is that's doing it i don't want either of them if there are two u.s governments i don't want either of them if there's three i don't want yeah i don't want the secret government i don't want the usc government i don't want whatever the heck it is that's out there i don't want anybody telling me how to live my life as long as i'm not harming anybody i want to be left alone let's continue though with your calls and your thoughts tom listening in virginia to wtar hello tom
12: uh, my thunder has been stolen there a little bit. I did want to talk about that expatriate and uh, impatriate, but um, you kind of covered that. But mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, he did attend Bohemian Grove, and I'd just like to add that to you.
0: Okay, what does that what does that mean to you?
12: Uh, well, it means to me that's a that's a sinister organization. These are the people who are they're just like uh, the Bilderbergers and all the other groups. I mean, they're they're the they're evil.
3: Well, like, what kind of, um, you know, backing do you have that the folks that are going listen, to... Listen,
12: listen, I wish you men would spend more time on YouTube and look at it. I know you're intelligent.
0: I've seen you, the you, Bohemian you, Grove you, video, you, man. Don't okay. jump to conclusions. Look,
12: I, it, to me, it, it's very wicked. If you've seen it, you've seen, you You should understand. I right? was, was asking you view. to
0: explain it. That's all. I know what's uh, what oh, the Bohemian I, Grove I is.
12: I, oh, okay. Well, when they walk around in in robes and they look like they're doing these mock Uh, sacrifice it just looked real evil to me
0: that's creepy no doubt isn't it the sacrifice of care so
3: it's this kind of cremation of care what is it the cremation of care the creation of care I mean you know, I, well, what's that mean? I mean, it's, it's it's being carefree. I don't know. I don't want to interpret no. what these people are doing. I don't know what well, they're doing. Not right. caring, having know, no.
2: You can you can look at
12: it and, and you should be able to tell I've read evil.
3: books on it, and yeah. the guy the guy that yeah. was writing it went in with Alex Jones and said yeah. he had an entirely different interpretation <laughs> of his experience.
12: Well, I, I, it's no mystery to me. I, I'm not trying to. <laughs> But anyway, another another interesting thing I thought Just dismiss whatever Bush, it is you said. With George Bush Senior, if when you when you go to YouTube and you look at, at Bush and Reptile and you can
0: see oh, this man. man's
2: eyes turn reptilian. So
0: you believe I, that okay, now awesome. you've gone tell off me how to the see deep George
3: end. Bush Reptile, I gotta see that crap. I want to see yeah, him yeah, bite somebody's head off YouTube. and suck all yeah, the blood out on of his
0: YouTube. body. Well, Someone's been watching too many episodes know, of V. Thanks sure. for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine Ninety-two thirty-one. they can yeah. do
6: some amazing things with photoshop and special effects though
0: too. yeah absolutely you can't believe everything you see and really that comes down to this whole bohemian grove thing where for those that don't know there's this place in california that the elite get to party at it's yeah. the bohemian grove they you know it's very secure there's guards everywhere alex jones snuck in uh he's a, a talk radio show host he snuck into the Bohemian Grove, allegedly, and caught video footage of this cremation of care thing, which, you know, seems to be some sort of creepy ritual, mm-hmm. where there's uh, some giant owl god named Moloch or something like that, and they sacrifice, there's some sort of, I don't think they mock. actually sacrifice anything. but
6: Yeah, it's supposed to be a mock human sacrifice, and I have a friend who's been there, and, and you know, he, he invited me to go. I said, I don't think so but it's creepy either way it's not it's not my thing but. but
0: what you're saying mark is that the guy who went in with alex jones had a completely different perspective on it yeah the
3: way he saw the owls was kind of like the h at the hilton hotel you know there is an owl themed park and they've mm-hmm. got a big owl there yeah they do a uh, they they do a ceremony called the cremation of care or whatever but he didn't see it the same way and i don't know I mean, have <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that because one puts on some robes and does some kind of ritual that that one is necessarily trying to ruin the world for everybody. But right. I mean, else. how many
6: how many college kids have had a toga party, for instance? Sure, that's that's true. And, I just, and there were even stories about Rand Paul. They had some kind of weird thing they used to do for fun at their frat house. But these are older men, and some of them. Have, you know, you look back at the Yale and the Skull and Bones thing, where Skull and, the Skull and Bones group has been sued by by Geronimo's family because they allegedly stole Ger- Geronimo's skull and they use that for their hmm. ceremonies. So there, there could be something to it. it. It sounds a little strange, but you know, we're, we're not there, so we don't know.
3: Well, yeah. here's what I think. I think that there are rich and powerful people in the world, and I think those rich and powerful people likely want to control you and me because we are the wealth producers, mm-hmm. and those rich and powerful people travel in some of the same circles with other rich and powerful people that much is true some of those people probably have clubs and rituals of things that
0: they do i don't think they eat children i don't think that they.
6: <laughs> i do i think they do I,
3: I, I don't think they do any of that stuff
0: all right we're out of time for tonight back tomorrow night join us online in the meantime at FreetalkLive.com.